Do you love improv? Because I do. I'm Trent Dozier, host of I Love Improv with Trent Dozier. Join me live on twitch.tv slash the Trident Network every second and fourth Wednesday, where I'm joined by a new guest each episode to talk about and do some improv. Can't catch it live? No worries. Each episode gets turned into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Podcast episodes are released the Wednesday following the live show. So watch live or listen later. But either way, if you love improv, make sure to check out I Love Improv with Trent Dozier, a part of the Trident Network. I don't even know where to start. We have so much to learn about each other. Oh, I know. Maybe we can use our powers to do some kind of magical mind thing. No, okay. Wait. This time, I mean it. Stay away from me. The last thing I need is my head flying off. Fine. I'll show you some of my old photo albums, give you a sense of what I'm about. I think I've got a pretty good sense, thanks. Oh, they're in the dresser. What's the matter? I was just wondering if I could do magic on my own. Don't you think you'd know that? Well, I've never actually tried it, okay? Have you? No. (laughs) No. 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 Hey, Val. Hey, Al. Welcome to D Commentaries. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome to you and welcome to our listeners. Today, we're talking about Twitches. Yay. Twitch. Wait, what do they say? Twitches, Twitches, Twitches. Yeah, it, I think they just <laughs> chat. Twitches, Twitches, Twitches. <laughs> if you say Twitches three times, twin witches will pop up in your mirror. <laughs> Oh, uh, what what a fun. It was fun. It was, it was fun. fun. It was fun. It was so fun. That let's just get through the business real quick. And okay, great. Talk about how fun it was. Yeah. Uh, Twitches came out October 14th, 2005. I believe this was the last movie of 2005. Okay. And it was obviously their Halloween release. It was. It was directed by Stu Gillard, who mm-hmm. we know pretty well at this point. Stu Two Stu's. Mm-hmm. He also directed Scream Team, Full Court Miracle, Going to the Mat. He will have also directed Twitches 2, and he directed a lot of Charmed and 90210 episodes. Nice. Twitches was written by Melissa Gould, who wrote for 90210 and Lizzie McGuire. It was also written by H.B. Gilmore, who exclusively has credits on Twitches and Twitches 2. Okay. And finally, it was also written by Dan Berenson. Yay. And Val, who, I looked at the IMDb today. Um, I saw that. I, of course, I know that like you read these to me all the time, but I don't really picture everyone's name. Mm-hmm. And today was the day that I realized that it's B-E-R-E-N-D-S-E-N, Berenson. That's right. Dan and in my, in my head, there was a T in there. Where? I don't know, but I saw it and I was like, oh, is that Dan the guy? And then I was like, yeah, that's the guy. Dan the guy. I just like didn't think about it. So that's my comment on Dan Berenson. Hope you're well. We followed you on Instagram. (laughs) Um, Dan, if you don't remember, also wrote Up, Up and Away, Scream Team, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, Stuck in the Suburbs, Halloween Town High, Twitches 2, Cheetah Girls One World, 
uh, Hannah Montana movie, Wizards of Waverly Place movie, Camp Rock 2, Sabri- and Sabrina the Teenage Witch episodes. Oh, yeah. So he's a DCOM slash Disney slash ABC dude. 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 All right. The cast is as follows. Tia Mowry played Alexandra Alex Nicole Fielding. She is also in Twitches too, obviously. Best known probably for Sister Sister. She is also a voice actor um, on a bunch of different Bratz uh, mm. properties. And um, she was in shows called The Game, Instant Mom, and Family Reunion. She's also in a lot of like Hallmark Christmas movie type things. Okay. Yeah. Def- my, my dream. Yeah, definitely the more active twin. Okay. Tamira Mowry played Cameron, or Cam, Elizabeth Barnes. She is obviously also in Twitches too. She is also famous for Sister Sister. And she is in something called Strong Medicine and then also does a good number of Hallmark Christmas movies. Cool. Mm-hmm. I also know them from uh, 17 again. Mm-hmm. I was a pretty religious sister, sister watcher. I mm-hmm. haven't seen it in a really, really long time, so I couldn't tell you much about it, but I can like picture the set and the, you know, the, all the actors and, and their outfits were so good. Yeah. Roger. Yeah. It was a good show. Yeah. Their good parents show. were great. It was sister, their parents sister were was great. so good. Yeah. Solid show all around. Yeah. Um, and their younger brother, Taj, was in uh, Hounded, which Hounded. we watched a while back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Kristen Wilson played Miranda Dubert, uh, who was their biological mother. She was in the Dr. Doolittles with Eddie Murphy. Mm. Um, she was in a Dungeons and Dragons movie that came out in like 2000. Um, but she actually stopped acting in 2011. Not sure why. Didn't explain. Um, <laughs> it's so, sort of not on her IMDb. <laughs> 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 it's it, they don't explain yeah patrick fabian played Thentos duber he is a character actor he's been in one of everything i recognized him immediately um but he's had longer stints on a show called joan of arcadia and then more mm. recently he had a long stint on better call Saul. cool i did mm-hmm. watch joan of arcadia when it was um uh like live me and my mom watched oh wow it. Mm-hmm. nice i've never seen it but um, i definitely recognized him <laughs> it's not alexis bladell it's the other one from the sisterhood of the traveling pants who's married to david cross oh um oh my god what is her name oh my god the like emo one yes i can't, I can't move on i can't move on until we find out uh, amber okay. tamblin amber tamblin <laughs> oh go to trivia go to pop culture trivia with me i will get there I can't move on. <laughs> I, can't, I can't move on. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Jennifer Robertson played Ileana Warburton. I didn't know any of these people had last names. Had last names. Um, she is probably most well known for, for from being on Schitt's Creek. Yes, mm-hmm. she is so funny. She and is. I the, love her. like almost the star of this movie. She is so good in this movie. Yeah. And, Like, it's funny to me because, like, it's not surprising. She's a sketch comedian. She's, you know, came up in comedy in Canada. Like, she's obviously very funny. But she hasn't really had, like, a super 
breakout career. And Schitt's Creek is probably the first time where she was like really sort of universally seen by a lot of yeah. people. And if you're a Schitt's Creek um, fan, she's Jocelyn. Right. She's uh, the mayor's wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is just so naturally funny. Mm-hmm. Like, and she's playing a very, not very different character, but like a pretty different character than her character in Schitt's Creek. So she has, right. it's range. like her character on Schitt's Creek when she's like drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, she's great. Uh, but she is now, I guess, on Ginny in Georgia, which I have not seen. Oh, but, um, I watched that show, but I only watched this new season that came out like the first two or three episodes. So maybe she's in it later or I just haven't processed that it's her because I did just recently watch Shit's Creek for the first time. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, definitely love her in everything I've ever seen her in. She's yeah, great. she's great. Um, the other guy who played like her counterpart has barely been in anything. So he didn't even like register. <laughs> he looked so familiar though. He kind of looked familiar, but like he, I maybe it's just like you, white not... guy with eyeliner. Yeah, I think so. That era, there were a lot of white guys. with eyeliner. Yeah. Um, then we have Arnold Pinnock who played David Barnes, who was Cameron's adoptive dad. Mm-hmm. He was in True Confessions. He's also in New York Minute. <gasps> Love that movie. Mm-hmm. And then he's been in some other shows, Life with Derek, The Listeners, Travelers, and his literal most recent credit is an episode of Murdoch Mysteries. No way, our Canadian yeah. king. <laughs> um, and then finally, Karen Holness played Emily Barnes, his wife, their or Cam's adopted mom. And she was in Ultimate Christmas Present. What was she in? Was she an anchor? Yes, you're right. Am I? She was the, no, you're right. Because I read it earlier and then I didn't like think about it again. She was in Ultimate Christmas Present. She was one of the like news people or weather people. Yeah. Um, She's also in a couple of things I'd not really heard of called Cashing In, Make It Pop. And she's also a Christmas slash Hallmark movie person. I want your life. (laughs) Um, Okay. The synopsis is as follows. Reunited on their 21st birthday, twin sisters use their magic powers to save their kingdom from the forces of darkness. That's a solid synopsis. It is. It is. And it also brings up something that is stuck in my craw since I literally started this movie, which is. Why are they 21? (laughs) Okay, but I have a comment on that. Okay. I liked that they were a little bit older. A little bit older, sure. But like they could have been 18. Everything still would have made sense. And a lot more stuff would have made more sense. Because there's like, even though one of them is obviously more independent because her mom passed away and whatever, like I find it hard to believe that Cam would still be living at home even though she's at college. And like, there's just things that feel more like they're a little bit younger, like their parents throwing a huge birthday party for them or something like that. Like, there's just certain things that don't jive with being 21 versus 18. I disagree. Okay. (laughs) I liked Um, it. I thought that it gave it a really cool, different vibe than a middle school movie. I totally agree. I am glad that they were like older. Yeah. I was very thankful that they weren't like 12. Right. Because yeah. the, and it's funny, too, because Dan Berenson, I've had an issue with a lot of his writing mm-hmm. in other movies. And there was still some of that silliness that, you know, is whatever. But for the most part, you can tell that he he wasn't doing it as much in this movie because yeah. he didn't need to. 
right? Mm-hmm. Or you didn't feel the need to because they were adults. Right. Like it didn't need to be silly and slapsticky in that same way. And I wish that he would write the other movies in the in same the way. Same way. Mm-hmm. Because I think 14 year olds can still act and do the things that they were doing. Uh, and you don't need to like slather it all in like ridiculousness. Um, but that's just my two cents. So this is an interesting fun fact. Okay. Originally, Tia was cast as Cameron and Tamara was cast as Alex and they wanted to be switched. Wow. Yeah. That is a fun fact. Isn't that? I also read that there was a spoof that in one scene, which I then paid attention to, um, I believe that it was, so Tamara was Cam. So Tia was playing uh, Cameron in one scene. I saw that too. Did yeah. you? Did you notice mm-hmm. it when you were watching it? Yeah. 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 You could tell that they put her in a mask. <laughs> yeah. They put her in a mask. <laughs> yeah. Very funny. I did see another like fun fact. It wasn't as interesting, but it is kind of funny. Like apparently the first few days on set, no one could tell them apart. Oh my God. <laughs> Which is interesting. Cause you know, I mean, obviously they were made to look very different in this movie, right? but I was like, yeah, they don't look that much alike. I actually looked up to confirm that they are, in fact, identical twins. Because I was like, they could be fraternal twins. Like, the Olsen twins are fraternal twins. Yeah. They just happen to look a good amount alike. Interesting. But they're they're the same amount of sisters as they are with Elizabeth. Huh. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Um, Al. Yeah. Did you have any first impressions of this movie? Yeah, I liked this movie a lot. Um, I like that we're getting into the camera seems newer and cleaner (laughs) and it doesn't feel like it's an 80s movie. Um, I thought that this was very fun. There's some parts where I was like, obviously, you're going to roll your eyes at some of the effects and some of the like things like that. But I thought that they have such good charisma. Mm -hmm. This is the hottest cast we've had. Everyone in this movie was so hot. Cameron's parents are so, so hot. hot. And, then they ki- hot. and then they kiss. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm I'm sweating over here. Like, just this is a hot, hot cast. The biological mom's eyes were like crystals. Crystals. <laughs> um, just so great. I'm giving yeah. this movie a seven. Nice. I, I, think, that's- I think it's well-deserved seven. Yes. Honestly, mostly because of the like there were some directorial choices of I didn't love the annoying best friend. And I know that's why she was there. Mm. Didn't love that. And to the fault of 2005, I don't love the effects in this movie. Oh, my goodness. It makes it it makes it just a little like, okay, And it's and it's hard because like Xenon came out in 2001 and those effects were better. Right. You know, so. But then Z3, the effects Z3. are very similar to this. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Holly. Um, and then my last comment is, so that's my three points. My three points are the the best friend, the effects. And then I predicted um, the outcome of the movie oh, very, yeah, very sure. early on. So that's yeah. why it gets a seven. So out of 10, I get stocked those three points. That's fair. Thank you. Val, first impressions. So the first thing that I wrote was, oh, it's Star Wars, Harry Potter and Parent Trap put together. That's exactly what it is. And it sounded sounded exactly like all three of those at any given time. 
Yep. And then the second thing I wrote was, I love this lady from Schitt's Creek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I liked this movie. I found it entertaining, enjoyable. I also appreciated that they were older and had like adult problems and mm-hmm. like personalities. I thought that they each conveyed their individual parts very well um, without it being like too caricature which especially for Cam is a challenge. Right? Yeah. I mean, both of them could have sl- like slipped into overdoing it, right. but especially like that sort of like clueless like style, you know, like rich girl thing. Like mm-hmm. I thought she handled it really well. There were some really great jokes in this movie, yeah. which we don't typically see. Mm-hmm. And most of them came from the pair of like whatever they were, witches, witches, uh, protectors, the protectors that were to, one of the, whom was the lady from Schitt's Creek, um, who had like, saved the girls at the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. and then we're watching over them for their entire lives. Like they, their banter was so funny and like they each had like great jokes throughout the movie. They were so like simultaneously completely superfluous and also like imperative to the success of this yeah, movie for sure. at the same time. And, and like, that's the sign of like those, that kind of character is working. Right. Right. Um, like you wouldn't want them to not be there. Yeah. So I really enjoyed that. Um, I also predicted the end, like within the first like two scenes. Yeah. But I didn't care. Like it was still. Honestly, there's a chunk of the movie where you forget. Yeah. Because they just went so long without mentioning. Right. Right. The the person who's imperative to the climax of the movie. So it's like, I was like, oh, oh yeah, that's what's happening. Cause it was just like. There were a couple roundabouts of like, okay, they find each other and then, you know, you're sad, I'm sad, we're sad, we're doing, there were a couple bouts of that, which I typically don't like, but it wasn't enough to pull focus. And I just thought that like all of the intermittent parts of this movie, this is a good movie. This is a good movie. There was good character development, good dialogue. Like it was good. It was fucking hot. (laughs) <laughs> it was hot. The one thing that absolutely took away was the special effects because yeah. not only was it distracting, especially when they were doing like an establishing shot or something like that, it looked like a cartoon yeah. from like the 80s. But like also the magic would sometimes the timing of it. I think we've talked about this in other movies that have magic too. Like when the timing doesn't work right, it like stilts the flow of like the entire scene Mm -hmm. and it can like really affect the way that you're kind of in the moment. Right. Um, And that happens, especially towards the end. It happens quite a bit. Um, And there's one moment towards the end, which I'll talk about later that like is the most Dan Barron's like he let one stupid thing into the movie and it pulled me out completely. And I was like, Dan. (laughs) So that was a little hard sometimes, but when they were just being with each other, like talking to someone, being normal people, like that was when it was the most fun to watch. Yeah. Which is most of the movie. Yeah. I did see that they went to the Little Mermaid premiere um, together Aww. with their daughters. And I thought that was really cute. <sighs> That's so and cute. And I, I don't remember which one of the twins, but one just like they both looked one incredible, but one had this like ombre light blue into dark blue like dress it was gorgeous absolutely gorgeous um al 
Yeah. Would you like to share some favorite quotes or moments with us? Yeah. I was paying so much attention to the movie in the beginning and taking down notes because I knew there was going to be a lot that I didn't get a lot of quotes from the beginning. So a lot of mine are from the end and a lot of mine are from Jocelyn from Schitt's Creek. Yeah. Same. I did like when uh, Korsh, Kirsch, one of the protectors, Karsh, Karsh, the guy, he (laughs) goes, we need to protect you from the darkness. And they just go. Huh? <laughs> they like turn their heads and look. And they're like, huh? <laughs> that's funny. Um, uh, I think her name is like Alana. What's her name in the movie? Jo- Jocelyn. I- Ileana. Ileana. So Ileana like sits down on the car and the alarm goes off and she goes, whoa, that was weird. Cause that alarm was like, boop, boop. When alarms are usually like, boop, boop. <laughs> so funny. Um, then she went through the house and she goes, I went through some seventies wallpaper. That's going <laughs> to scar me for life. <laughs> that was uh, one of my favorites. Okay. Literally all of my, all of my quotes are her. Um, you can tell I'm not a monkey by the color of my fur. Okay. Well, I'm not Jane Goodall. <laughs> um, this is from Cameron's best friend. You think too much. And I know how to get over that dancing and shameless flirting. <laughs> Good one. Um, Alex's or Cameron's mom goes, uh, about her drawings. Your dad said they had an early Edward Munch quality about them and then goes, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to point that out because I went to Norway and I saw his grave. So that was Whoa. very cool. I saw the scream in person. That's so cool. Um, and then my favorite, uh, my favorite moment was when they go, whatever loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Love that. And then, um, I'm going to bring this last one up at a spoiler. So I think that is all good. And then my favorite part of the movie is that Cameron's parents are the hottest parents we've seen in 53 (laughs) movies. They are very hot. They're hot. Val. (sighs) Yes. Any favorite quotes or moments? Yes. So there is a housekeeper at Cameron's house. Yes. And she's like this sort of grumpy middle-aged woman. And the first time that Cam brings Alex over... (laughs) like they think it's going to freak her out. She just goes, great. Now there's two of you to track mud up and down the stairs. (laughs) So funny. Not phased that there's two of the same person. Yeah. Unfazed. And then (laughs) another one from Ileana. I wonder if we should have told them they were marked for death. Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) Just like just casual. (laughs) At one point Cam goes, you're the only person in the world who could make finding a twin sister and magical powers a negative. <laughs> <laughs> it's not wrong. I know. I also wrote the 70s wallpaper one. That was oh, so, so good. good. Oh, OK. So at one point, Cam, probably maybe Alex says to Ileana and Karsh, where exactly were you, Mr. and Miss? No help at all. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I think you said the beginning part of this, but the friend goes on to say, I better hear some coquettish giggling out of you, Missy. Oh, yeah. I did not process that because <laughs> I was too busy writing. That's funny. <laughs> it was very funny. And then I have to have one squishy one. Love is infinite. You can always make more of it when you need. I knew you were going to write that. <laughs> I knew oh, and then, and then one more. This dimension has chicken wings. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was so funny. Where she's like, but there's seven cents. <laughs> On Wednesdays. 
It's <laughs> so funny. Okay. Are we ready to go to Spoiler City? Val. Yes. I have used my magic powers. Yes. And my top is off and I'm ready to go to Spoiler City. Wait, what rhymes with off? Don't you look at me and scoff because my top is off. Welcome to Spoiler City. (laughs) (laughs) That's my my spell for getting my top off. That was great. Thanks. So we open on a narrator that never comes back. My worst thing that I hate. Um, but we learn that the twin daughters of the sun and the moon were born on Halloween. And we are in the the dimension of Coventry, uh, which I also hate the, that name. Um, but sure, there's this town. There's this realm. It's called Coventry. And the darkness has taken over Coventry. And then uh, only twin witches can restore Coventry's light. So we see Artemis and Apollo and the darkness won't rest till it finds them. And then they get split up. They have their protectors. One takes one, one takes the other. They're wearing an amulet. One has a moon, one has a sun. And they go into two different dimensions, which end up being the same fucking town. (laughs) Um, Sorry, Val, you have to mark this one explicit. Then um, we cut to the 21st birthday. So basically... It's like the literally what Val was saying earlier, like Harry Potter prophecy of like on the 13th birthday or whatever, you know, is coming. Mm-hmm. So on the 21st birthday is like this big day for them. So then we see that Cameron is always uh, as long as the sun's up, she's up. She's very alert. She likes to draw um, and it's her 21st birthday. And we see her parents celebrating. Um, and then we cut to Alex, who has a much different life. She's sleeping on the couch of her best friend's house, which we don't find out is her best friend. Like it's not clarified that it's her best right. friend until it's like very confusing way, way, way later in the movie. Yeah. And she looks old enough to have this daughter, but it's actually her sister and they're living. It's very confusing this part. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's sleeping on the couch of her best friend. And as long as the moon's up, I'm up. And she's a journaler. She writes stories. Um, And so then there's uh, Nicole, who is the little sister. And she asks bluntly, do you miss your mom? Which then we realize something's going on with uh, Alex's mom, which we find out later. And Mm then um, I wrote, which begs the question, where's mom? And who are these people? Um, (laughs) And on her 21st birthday, um, she's uh, on her way to find a job. And then we find out- Oh, sorry. I was just going to say Cam is really, really, really rich. And mm-hmm. they make that very obvious. And yeah. then it's ob- as obvious that Alex is not. Yes. And then the only other thing I was going to say was that Lucinda is the name of the best friend, which I wrote down mm-hmm. after all of my notes. Then we cut to um, Cameron's house, which they have a tennis court in their backyard. Mm-hmm. So they're like really rich. And then both of them, the both of the twins can sense when they're getting a phone call. So they have these like, what freaky twin thing going on? <laughs> um, <laughs> but they can sense when they're getting phone calls. Powers? So, what powers? powers. <laughs> it, this is actually just a mix of all of the twin and Halloween decoms we've seen so far. <laughs> so they just have like all of these like little weird things that they can sense and like, Uh, Cameron knows something big is happening today, but she doesn't know what, but she can just tell. So then Alex is on the bus on her way, like downtown to go find a job And Cameron uh, is in her Porsche or whatever driving by. So they're very close. So on their 21st birthday, they're starting to get in the same sections as one another. And then Karsh, the guy who is Alex's protector was kind of like leading her into, and we find out later, he's like, it's not interfering. It's fate. So they're, they're trying to get them to meet because them meeting means that Coventry is going to be saved. 
So there's a couple minutes of them looking right past one another. It's very funny. And then uh, they go, the one goes into the store um, and she's trying out a bunch of clothes. Uh, Cameron goes in the store because she's like, I'm just, she can buy whatever. So she's going to go in the really expensive clothes store. And now the two protectors are able to interfere because it's 21. They weren't able to do anything until this moment when they were like of age or whatever. And so then they magic signs on the store that Cameron's in saying, we need help, help wanted. We're really desperate. So Alex goes in to like apply for a job so that they're getting them close together. She tries a few different tactics to get a job and she gets basically just gets a job with not doing any paperwork. And she goes, okay, fold those clothes. Stupid. I can believe in magic, but I can't believe that someone can get a job (laughs) and just walk in and be like, you're hired. So it's those little (laughs) things for me in movies where I'm like, oh yeah, this is unbelievable that, that, you know, this would happen, but sure. They're twin witches who need to save a dimension. (laughs) I'm irrational. So then she gets a job there. They, she's like cleaning up clothes. They run into her at each other. And then they look at each other in the face and they scream and they go, ah, it's very funny. It sounds a lot like me and Ryan whenever we see each other after like a long time. Um, and then Cameron was like, I knew something was going to happen. And throughout this entire movie too, Cameron is just very high energy. She's very up. She's very high, but not in an annoying. Now you see it way in a very mm-hmm. tolerable, just like great personality, positive, like mm-hmm. infectious personality. She's had a good life. She's had a good life. And Alex isn't like a pessimist. She's just a little bit more guarded, I would say. Mm-hmm. She's not like negative pessimistic. She, her mom also recently passed away, which right. we find out, I don't know, Soon-ish. soon. So you're finding out now. But like, of course, that's going to change you. You're going to be a little bit more guarded. You're going to have a little less energy. But then they're freaking out. And Alex, you can just tell like right now, she's not into it. She's like, this isn't real. We're not sisters. We're not twins. And then they like see each other's amulets and they're like, uh, duh. But then uh, Alex is running out of the store because she's like, leave me alone. And they grab hands and time slows down. And so magic is happening. The man, the mannequins are naked and all of these things are happening. So they're like, Whoa, okay. What's happening. So then we cut to Coventry. We cut back to their home dimension. And then, uh, the car, the protectors, Carson, Ileana are like, do you think they know what we did? And they're like, Oh yeah, they know they can tell that we got these girls back together because this woman who we don't know who it is yet, she's wearing a necklace of the combination moon and sun. And it starts to like flutter shine. And she's like, Whoa, like she can feel it. If you're smart, which me and Val are, you immediately know this is their birth mother. Mm -hmm. We immediately know that she's like, Oh my God, my kids are alive. Um, so this is a very, um, this movie is very in a small, weird way. Hercules, (laughs) (laughs) There's this movie is in a small way. So many movies. It really is. So then she runs to Thantos and she's like, oh, my God, like my girls are alive. I know. And he's like, lady, you stupid. And she's like, no, no, like like they're alive. I can feel it. I know. And you can tell that the darkness is like covering covering Coventry. So basically it was like 21 years. And at this point they have like days to save this. Otherwise it's just going to fall into darkness and forever. Just be um, what Bowser's castle looks like in Nintendo 64. Yeah. And then he's like, no, they're not. And I wrote, I'm thinking he's the bad guy. So you immediately mm-hmm. know just the way that yeah. he's delivering his lines. He's the bad guy. Um, we don't really know who he is. He's kind of like the King. He's, you know, um, we find out later they have a relationship, but like, you know, at this point he's, he's kind of faking it to be like, Oh, 
I'll go save them. I was going to say what gave it away to me was he ins- he insists on being yeah. the one to go find them. Right. I wrote they have to go find the girls before the darkness does, but he's going to go alone. And I wrote, hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then we find out that Alex's mom died a few months ago. She's just sharing that, like, this is what I'm going through. But then every time they touch, weird shit happens. <laughs> so the the car goes off, the, the airbags and the music and the windshield wipers. And so anytime that they touch, magic happens. So then they magic and like upgrade their outfits and then they're like, come home, come to my home and see my home. And then they meet the the um, housemaid and she's just so funny throughout this entire movie. <laughs> she's a great just bit character in this movie. Yeah. Um, and they like run upstairs and then they figure out that they can do magic on their own, which is where we get our cold open with the drawer. And then they're Mm -hmm. trying to figure out together kind of what they can do. So then um, she opens the drawer a little bit and then they're like drawer open and it like slams across the room. So like, Mm -hmm. they're like, Whoa, we actually are pretty powerful together. Um, We find out that uh, Cameron is an art major. And so she looks at all of her drawings and she's like, Whoa, did you draw me? Cause in the very beginning of the movie, Cameron was like, something's going to happen today. I drew this picture of me, but it's not me. And she was wearing a moon. So she's like, Mm -hmm. Whoa, I drew like my soul sister basically. And then uh, she's like looking for specific like things in the closet. And she's like looking for more like art and stuff. And then they go in the other closet. She's like, oh, it's in my other closet. She goes, girl, you have two closets. What the fuck? And then they open it and then they end up in Coventry. They ended Mm -hmm. up there. So they got a portal and ended up in Coventry. And Karsh and we find out that Karsh and Ileana are their protectors. So they've been Mm -hmm. watching over them for the last 21 years. And they're their dad's humble servants. Mm -hmm. So they're... And we find out they're like, oh, yeah, our dad, tell us about him. How can we meet him? And they're like, ooh, he died the day that you were born, saving you, mm-hmm. Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter. Um, and then we, Alex is like, where are we? I used to write all about Coventry because she was journaling. So, so Cameron would draw Coventry and Alex would write Coventry. So they've known their entire lives that this was like part of them and their families and themselves. They were just like thinking they were, you know, the next J.K. Rowling. Okay, they were just like creating this like world. Um, They say that. Sorry, they say that Cameron is a seer. She's the one who paints. Mm -hmm. And they say that uh, Alex is a knower and she's the one who writes. I think so. Yeah. So that's that's what they have. Um, Sorry, keep going. No, you're okay. So. They like basically like learn and they realize that like the future of Coventry is in their hands. So this is like the moment where they're like, oh, my God, it's happening. So Alex is like, I don't want to do this. I like my life. I'm this is this is too much. And then this is where we get the should we have told them they're marked for death because they're like running back into the (laughs) into the real world. And um, you can tell at this point that she's like toying with the feelings of losing her mom, which I think is kind of nice why they were a little bit older, too. Because we've got we haven't had a movie that will like really toy with your emotions a bit in a while. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was a nice balance for this movie yeah. for sure. And then uh the darkness has made its way into their realm and it's in her house. And they're throwing mm-hmm. this big Halloween 21st birthday party for her tonight. And it's it's destroying the flowers, it's burning her the shit. Um, so like the darkness has like made its way through the portal. And then um, they're all in this together and they're like, okay, we're going to do this together. It's going to happen. So then we cut back to Coventry and boy, oh boy, this guy sucks. He is terrible. Thantos, bad guy. 
He's like trying to keep her away from finding them. So you're like immediately, immediately no, immediately no. But then, but then they kith. They kith. Okay. <laughs> and then we find out that it's her ex husband. She's a widow, his brother. Oh. Mm-hmm. And they're married. What? <laughs> Insane. Kissing? Mm-hmm. Wrong. Married? Wrong. Mm-hmm. Brother? Wrong. So then they go to Alex's house to, like, find her journals and, like, start putting two and two together of, like, what did you write about Coventry? Because she's like, I know how this ends. We find out that Aaron, their dad, when he died, he saved them and he gave his powers to his daughters. So that's why they are in charge of like saving Coventry because mm-hmm. they got his um, they got his powers. And basically because they got those powers, the darkness was unable to grab them as babies mm-hmm. and they he wouldn't be able to grab them really until they were 21. Very Voldemort. Very. I mean, it gets worse. It gets worse, Voldemort. (laughs) And then their amulets are like the reason why they like retreated away. So like as long as they're wearing their amulets, as long as they're together, like the power of the darkness is never going to take like take over them. So then we go to the diner and they're like catching up and laughing. And they're like, we're sisters, sisters. And her best friend Lucinda is like jealous. She is the waitress and she's just, you can tell, being a really big turd about... Alex having agree. a new friend. Huh? I do not agree. With her being a turd? Yeah, I don't think she was at all. Oh, I think she's I think just she kind was? of dry and like kind of skeptical because this person, regardless of who they are, is just like not the type of person that either one of them would ever spend time with, like in a normal circumstance. And then you think she's a turd later in the kitchen? No. She's a turd. She's I like, disagree. I can't believe you have a new friend. What She's not supportive she, at all. Alex, Alex is literally like completely thankless to her. This person who has literally let her sleep on her couch for who knows how long. But and she made read her, her body language. Cake. But she read her body language when she was upset that she was like she was her server and she was there and she read that she had like gotten downtrodden and she goes and then this is my best friend and she pulled her back in. Alex is very much more aware of Lucinda's emotions than Lucinda is of Alex's emotions. See, I think I read that moment as Alex almost forgot that Lucinda was her best friend in that moment and was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. And like was trying to cover up for it. Y'all, have we ever fought like this on the on the uh, on the pod? <laughs> Val and I are in a riff. We're going to break up over Lucinda and Alex. <laughs> this is why Lucinda's a turd. Okay, so Lucinda's being a turd, even though Val disagrees. And then you watch and you let us know. (laughs) And then um, we get a montage of magic. So it's happening at the diner. They're like working together and doing magic together. Um, But then while they're like figuring out how to do magic together and walking down the street and laughing, um, the darkness is growing stronger. So it's just like getting bigger and bigger. And then they go to Alex's apartment and the darkness makes its way into the apartment. So they're like actively fighting off the darkness. And when I say darkness, I want you to think of the smoke monster from lost. Mm -hmm. If it was made on a $200 budget, (laughs) that's very, that's, that's what it looks like. Yeah. And then they run and they run, but it like kind of captures Cameron, but then they grab hands and their magic powers like shakes it off. So we realize that like, 
they're more powerful together. <laughs> and then they end up in Coventry. They like got through a portal um, to get away from the darkness and they run into Kush and Alana and they, they say they, they have to be prepared for the next time. Okay. Val's laughing because his name's not Kush, but I wrote Kush. And it's so not I Alana Kush. either. I know. It's funny. Okay. So that, it's so funny. Um, so then they have to be prepared for the darkness next time. They're like, y'all, then this rule of threes, the next time the darkness is here, it's going to be a bad one. You got to be ready to defeat it. You're the only one who can. And so then now Cameron is skeptical. She's like, you know what? I'm going to go back to my life. I'm going to go to my party. I'm going to ignore all this happening. So they like switched roles. So now Alex is like, no, no, no. What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? No, mm -hmm. we have to save Coventry. And Cameron's like, I don't give a shit about Coventry. I live here in Waverly. Mm -hmm. Everything is not what it seems if you can well, be. That's the Wizards of Waverly Place uh, theme uh, song, Val. I knew you wouldn't know. That's why I said yeah, it I and then know. told you after. I Like, it totally makes sense, their switch. Yeah, for sure. at the beginning, like, Alex is skeptical because she's just sort of generally, naturally more skeptical. But yeah. then she realizes, like, this is her purpose, right? She's been kind of, like, floating around not having one. And mm -hmm. then Cameron realizes, wait a second, I have a great life. What the hell am I doing? Yeah. You know? Like, I have a, a family. I have everything I need. Like, why would I sacrifice myself for this? Um, so it totally makes sense that they like all of a sudden have this moment of like, no, wait, I want this now. No, I don't want this. Now. Yeah. <laughs> so then we cut to the Halloween party. So it's her 21st birthday Halloween party. She's talking to her BFF who we didn't talk about much because she's only had like two parts in this movie. Yeah. Um, and she can basically is kind of like convincing her to like ignore everything. She's like, she, she didn't tell her, um, uh, Cameron didn't tell her best friend about it much or any of it, but she's just like, I know something's bothering you, but the best thing to do is just go flirt with other guys. And it's just like very funny. Then this is the part of the movie, the movie where we finally get a little bit more context about Lucinda. Um, Alex comes home and sees Lucinda's mom and her sister. They're going to go trick or treating. Um, and then I wrote, and now Lucinda's being mean because she is Val is wrong. And then Alex, um, goes in, uh, her room by herself, but it's not her room. It's, uh, Lucinda's room. And so she like, kind of gets kicked out. So she goes in the bathroom cause she's been sleeping on their couch. And then she goes into the bathroom and then it ends up being a portal. So she ends up in Coventry. So Alex is alone in Coventry and she's like spooking around the castle. And she's like, and then the mom is like, I can sense, I can sense she's here. And so then the the pillar comes to life and is like, yeah, she's behind and the statue comes to life and she's like, yeah, she's behind the pillar. And so then they talk and then they're 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 crying because they're like, oh my god, you're my birth mom. And so it's just like a very nice moment. Mm -hmm. And then Lucinda has a very funny moment of apologizing to the door. She's like, hey, I'm sorry, I you know I know you're going through something, blah blah blah. I know I was a turd. Then she like opens the bathroom door. She's like, where did you go? You went to the party without me because they got invited to a Halloween party. So she's like, okay, well I guess I'll just like go to the party and then uh we cut back to coventry and mom is like you have the power to restore light to coventry but it has to be both of you so not just one of you but have to both be here and then cameron's mom has a chat with her which is like a really great heart to heart mm -hmm. where cameron ends up telling her mom that she's magical and she has powers and her mom is like oh i actually like you talked about this when you were a kid and we just thought that it was your imagination and we thought that it was just you being a kid. Um, so it kind of makes sense. So they don't tell dad yet. Hot dad, hot, cool dad, hottest, coolest dad. And so he's just kind of a dummy throughout. He's so funny. So she, she tells her mom about the magic. And then she says, um, we have to face the darkness. 
And, and then she cuts, she's like, oh my gosh, I drew a face in the darkness one time. I need to go find it. So she goes and looks through her albums where there's a face that she drew in the darkness and guess freaking who it is. It's the demon brother from Coventry Street. Thantos. Val and I both called it. Mm -hmm. So um, she realizes she's like, I can't do anything alone. I need to get to Alex. And I know that she's in Coventry right now because that's the only logical place where she would be. And then Lucinda comes and talks to Cameron, who they're not best friends. But Lucinda's like, hey, I understand that you were going through this and I think it's great that you guys are twins and friends. So they like kind of have a makeup and then, um, that we find the darkness has found her house. So she's like chasing her around her house. And then, um, we, she's like running past, um, Karsh and Ileana and they kiss. They, there are so many kisses in this movie. And then he makes the comment of, oh, yeah, we've been on and off again for the last yeah. 21 years. Because well, Cam goes, you two are together or a couple or whatever. It's yeah, just kind of yeah, just so throwaway, <laughs> just so funny. So then they kiss because they're splitting up to help defeat the darkness. So right, then right. he kind of gets eaten and then it, it grabs Ileana. So she gets eaten and then mom sees the darkness happening and runs in her room and saves her. And because the darkness, I guess, can't can't be seen by muggles. I don't know. Um, but she like opens she, the door and is like, rah, rah, rah. you know well, what she, it is now? Is it fucking love? Yes. That's, oh, that's what they God. realized. Uh, so basically the mom, this is the adoptive mom. She's not yeah. magic. She knows nothing about what's going on. She just knows that her daughter is in trouble and she just busts through the door. Mm -hmm. And for some reason it like repels the darkness. Yeah. And, and it like dissipates. And I say all of these words, people, because we're about to find out that the thing that saves everyone is love. The thing that saves everyone in every movie is love. I know. It's Literally gross. all of the movies that we have compared this to. Yeah. That's it's, also the case. Yep. It's terrible. <laughs> um, okay. So then um, she ends up getting to Coventry and Thrash comes back and he's like, oh my God, like what, the darkness ate her. She's not coming. And then she's like, just... Uh, Bitch, I've been here for five minutes. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and so then he's like, oh, and then they they realize that he's bad. And then mom is a badass. The um, birth mom. So then birth mom traps him by like tying him around a chair. And this then is the part that I hated because it's like very slapsticky. Yeah. Like, like this, the ribbon or whatever that's tying him is like spinning and spinning and spinning and his head's moving all over the place. And I was just like. This is so unnecessary, especially in this moment. It like yeah. completely pulled me out of it. Anyway, keep going. So not a good special effects by any means. Um, <laughs> so then we find out that he, he got Harry Potter scars. So he has their amulets on his hands. So that's why I was like, wait till it comes back. Because mm -hmm. instead of the girls getting Harry Potter scar, he got two Harry Potter scars on his hands. And then um, because he's darkness and he burns things, he like burns his way out. Um, but he basically did all of this because he was jealous of his brother. He wanted his brother's life. So he killed his brother, tried to take his powers and took his wife and tried to kill his children. Um, but then he uses his eyes for darkness and he like disappears and he takes mom's powers, the birth mom's powers, and he steals her and then the lights go out and then they touch hands and they're like, think about light, think about light. But what did we just learn everybody from Val? It's not about light, it's about love. And that's where I bring in my Harry Potter quote that I wanted to mention earlier of, you're the weak one, you'll never know love or friendship and I feel sorry for you. <laughs> and, it, and it works.
worked. Love is always the answer. And it worked and they restored the light and the darkness is gone. Um, then they cut back to the end of the movie. Dad is confused. He's like, sure. All this happened. Okay. And then um, Kush is like, no, we're not staying in this dimension. I don't care if they have seven cent chicken wings. And then they brought birth mom to this dimension, which I thought was like, okay. Um, but then they end up ha- happily ever after. Until Twitches too. Mm. I wonder what happens then. I really have no idea. Also, there's a moment towards the end when once we know that Karsh and Ileana are in a relationship Mm -hmm. and I forget why, like what prompts her to say this, but she says, you snore, which might be the first implication of like a set of partners. Yeah. Sleeping in the same room, like in any decom. Like I'm trying to think of like another reference like that. Yeah. Yeah. This movie. Just a I, bit I liked up. this movie. Just a little oh. wonky at times, but I liked it. Yeah. No, it was very fun. Yeah. Definitely entertaining the whole way through. I mm. never got bored. Yeah. But yeah. Great. Anything you want to cover before B-I-N-G-O? Mm, I did see one other quote that I forgot to mention oh, earlier. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is a conversation between Alex and Cam at one point when they realize like they've both been thinking about their mom, their biological mom. And Alex says, in my fantasy, I was always the one to rescue her. And Cam says, where was I? And Alex goes, shopping. And Cam <laughs> goes, fair enough. <laughs> they just had such good energy. I definitely didn't do a good enough job at talking about their, like, interactions with one another. But they were so genuine. It they goes, really I mean, and, like, their entire it's not discography, but the entirety in Tamara discography is incredible because they like Mm -hmm. each other and they work well together. And so Mm -hmm. the movie is better because they were cast together. Right. They're very in sync. And it's, it's nice because like, yes, of course they're very in sync, but so are like Ileana and Karsh and like a lot of the other characters like that. I think that um, Cam's parents also have like really good chemistry really well together. So it's like, there's a lot of really great, like, partnerships in this movie that I think add a lot to it. And theirs is obviously at the center of it all. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, let's do some, some bingy. Yay. Bingy. One hit wonder song. I didn't hear any song. Oh, there were so many songs. There was a go-go song. Oh, really? But I'm the so go-go's aren't a one hit wonder. Cause they had a couple and they're regarded as the biggest women's rock group of the eighties. So I would say they're not a one-hit wonder. There was also an Allie and AJ song. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I messed up. It's okay. <laughs> so no one-hit wonder. I don't think so. Okay. Because I, I didn't know the Allie and AJ song enough. Well, and we know it's not their only song. Right. Okay. Okay. Breaking the fourth wall or looking into the camera? No. Yeah, not that I noticed. Holiday theme. Yes. Halloween. Halloween. Which is only briefly mentioned, and I don't mind it. Right. It was just, this was a Halloween movie, but it wasn't, like, centered around Halloween. Mm -hmm. Clunky metaphor. I mean. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this movie. always the answer. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that, like, in a lot of ways, this movie is, like, a metaphor for, like, depression and like how the relationships in your life can are like the most important thing in yeah. like keeping you from you know falling into literal darkness mm-hmm. yeah yeah parents who just don't get it no yeah i don't think so 
No, because her parents get it. They have like the answer. Right. Mom does. Mm -hmm. And dad's just a silly goose. Yeah. (laughs) Silliest. Silliest. He's like a physical comedian. Like he literally is like doing clowning like during this entire movie. He's so good. Yeah. Cool non-parent adult. Kush and Alana. (laughs) Kush and Alana. Kush and Alana. Kush and Alana. Uh, someone too famous for a TV movie. I feel like they were just enough famous for the TV movie, yeah, and like we will put like them perfect. in the in the who became famous. Okay, I think that fits better. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there was anyone who was too famous Mm-mm. where you're like, why are you in this? Right. Yeah. Competition to resolve the central problem. No. Nope. A montage sequence, magic montage. Hmm. Hmm. Cliche villains. I mean, the, an evil warlock. <laughs> who's the uncle? Literally Scar. <laughs> yep. Clothes or items you owned? So I didn't see anything like exactly that I owned. But like for most of the movie, Alex is wearing this outfit where she's got like a long shirt and then she has this belt mm-hmm. like over the shirt. And boy, howdy, did I rock that style. Yeah. <laughs> like, that exact era. Um, so I don't know if we can count that, but I did want to call it out. <laughs> yeah, I definitely felt the same way. Their outfits are so 2000 and late. You got that boom, yeah. boom, pow. <laughs> boom, boom, pow. Yep. Rotten Tomatoes, 40 to 60. Ooh, I think that this is one that a lot of people know of because they know T and Tamara and it's a good movie. So I'm going to give it a 62. Is that two weeks in a row, Val? What? You got it. Exactly? No. 60. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. So, so we, we get, get the square, square and? and you get it. Wow. Happily ever after. Yes. Yes. We're getting wings. <laughs> <laughs> almost kissing. Uh, there's a lot of kissing. There is a lot of kissing. So you know what? You have to almost kiss to actually kiss. So I'm marking mm-hmm. it. Someone who became famous. T and Tamara. Mm-hmm. I love them. I like following them on Instagram. Yeah, they're great. Mm-hmm. Betraying of one's real friends or values. <sighs> See, this is one where, like, you could argue that each of them have a moment where right. they do they like kind of waver. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's like full on betrayal. Yeah, I don't know. That's tough. I think no. Okay, your childhood crush? No, because I didn't know anyone. Yeah, for the, I mean, he's for my crush too. now. Hot dad, cool dad, <laughs> silly goose dad. <gasps> Yeah. That's my new brand. I want a silly goose dad. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah. Silly goose dads are great. Silly goose dad. Obviously bad special effects or stunts. So many. This is like kind of as bad as it gets. Yeah, this is as bad. This is on par with. Like they CM3. really tried to Harry Potter mess hall arches of the hallways. Yes. And it was green screen and it was bad. It was so bad. It was bad. Like. Early on, I knew it was going to be so bad because, first of all, like I said, the establishing shots are just cartoons. Mm -hmm. And then the other one that was really bad right early on was there's a shot of like the birth mom, like walking down this really long hall with like high ceilings. And they do like a crane shot. 
And like, it is so obvious that she's just like walking in a room in front of a green screen and not like there's nothing around her. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is so like, just don't shoot it this way. If right. You can't like back it up with the effects. Yeah. Very silly. Yeah. Disney Channel star. Zuh. Yeah. T and Tamara. Double. Double trouble. Mm-hmm. Musical number. No. No. Um, Magic. Yeah. Yes, of course there's magic. This whole movie is magic. Uh, someone says the title of the movie so many times. Literally 100 million times. <laughs> there's literally a scene where they're like, Twitches, I came up with it too. Isn't it such a great idea? Silly. Uh, yep. Scooby Dude. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It was destiny. Mm hmm. The heroes create the problem. No. No. Um, lead is a fish out of water. It's kind of like half and half. Yeah. I, Where they, I they, they aren't really, though. No, they're like fine wherever. Right. Because they like fall right into it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think they they aren't really. Now, the one argument you could maybe make is... Ileana and Karsh. Uh, Alana and Kush. <laughs> because they are leads. Yeah. And they are, especially like towards the beginning, there's like a couple scenes where they're interacting with other people mm-hmm. and it is very fish out of water. It's yeah. very like silly. So if we want to count them, I'm okay with it. Okay. <laughs> well, Val, it's not going to matter. We have no bingo this week. <laughs> Oh, no. We have no magic. No magic here. Oh. But that's okay. We almost had, we we almost, if we had had the heroes create the problem, which they didn't, so there was no way it was going to happen, we would have had two. Oh, wow. Yeah. But that's okay. Too bad. So sad. Too bad. So sad. All right. Which means it's time for Al's Movie Corner. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. So in this game, um, it's not a game. And uh, you're going to have three, three minutes. If you don't need if you don't need that much time, it's kind of do I need paper? You'll need paper. Yes. Okay. Or you can use your phone. Whatever is easy Um, for writing. That's okay. I'll just write. Okay. We have done something like this before, but this one's different. Okay. So Twitches is twin witches. Yep. So you are going to have to make a new movie with twin something else and the title has to be what that is so i'm going to give you an example that you cannot use if it was <laughs> twin doctors it would be twin doctors <laughs> so, so i just have to come up with as many of these as i can no oh, um okay. it's it's you're making your own movie so i need <laughs> your your tw- who's playing your twins oh, okay so hold on i mm-hmm. need the name mm-hmm. i need the twins and then a, a plot and a plot. Okay. And then we have three minutes. Got it. Okay. All right. Okay. Ready? Go. All right, Val, you have to go first. Okay. <laughs> okay. My movie is called Tuba. <laughs> as in T-W-U-B-A. <laughs> okay. The stars are... Uh, the Phelps twins who played Fred and George in Harry Potter mm, because good they choice. seem nice. I like them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the plot is 
Two long-lost twins discover each other and a lost treasure on a scuba vacation. Will they run out of air before the pirates steal their treasure? So it's not like tuba. It's like tuba. Two people scuba <laughs> I'm obsessed. I love that. Thank you. All right. My movie is called Twite Rope. <laughs> That's good, too. The lead actors are both played by Simu Leo, a la oh. Parent Trap, where Lindsay Lohan plays mm-hmm. both. I almost picked Lindsay Lohan. Mm. <laughs> the plot is twins, Lucas and Marshall, are tightrope performers, and the circus is closing. How will they find a new life out of outside of performing? In this musical about love, <laughs> loss, and happiness, you will find out what it takes to stay together. <laughs> I love it. Also, Simu Liu is so great. We love Simu Liu. Cute, funny. Oh, just seems so charismatic. Ugh, love, 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 (sighs) love, love, love. love. All right, Val. Well, thanks for joining me today, as you do. Thank you. Every time. For joining me. (laughs) We're going to take a little, we personally won't won't pod for a couple weeks. Yes. But we've stockpiled, but we've stockpiled, um, I think, which is good for us because we need just like we have a busy summer. We have a busy summer, but we have a lot of cool things coming up this summer. We do. So very excited for all the cool things, cool announcements, cool, fun collaborations we're doing. I think that we're going to have a good summer. I think so, too. Val, what are we watching next week? I mean, I think people are going to be excited about this. I'm excited about this. (laughs) Next week, we are watching High School, High School Musical. Musical. <laughs> it's we did it. We made we it. We did it. Val, Two you've, years you've and seen change. it, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. I've seen it lots okay. of times. Okay, great, 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 great. It's wild that we have arrived at We're 2006. Here. We started in 1997, and we are now Insane. in 2006. Insane. Um, this is coming out so long after this, but Val, we made it to 400 followers on Instagram. We did. Maybe by the time this actually comes out, we'll have 500. (laughs) Don't get my hopes up. I believe in us. (laughs) I got to do a following spree. (laughs) Well, thanks, Val, for a lovely day. Love you always, even if we do spat about shitty Lucinda. (laughs) Um, And I wanted to say one other thing, and I don't remember what it was, so I guess it wasn't important. Bye, Val. (laughs) Bye, Al. This podcast was produced by me. And me. And it was edited by me. The music was composed by Michael McNally. You can find us online at thetridentnetwork.com slash dcommentaries hyphen pod. And you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at dcommentaries. Dcommentaries is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. Disney Channel Original Movies. Damn it, Allie.